Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties higherprice.com. Yes, I am. Hi. Vince Barada, are you there? Jared, our, our producer, Jared, Mike, are you there? Son. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there they are. I forgot you introduced Jared her. Jared gets all panicked time. in my ear. <laughs> really? I was like, okay, Vince is really going for the dramatic entrance, okay? I was going for. <laughs> I, what I was going to say time for social studies, but then it turned into time. Nobody heard this. Time for Jared to turn our mics on. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. All your mics are on. Thanks. Cool. Well Great. Done. Cool. Well done. Cool. What an anti Ben, ben Anderson, uh-huh. come collect your friend. Uh-huh. My goodness. What an anticlimactic right. intro. I love that. Ben Anderson, come get your friend. <laughs> come get come get this man. All right. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. You can uh, boo Jarrett there if you would like to. That's also where our social studies questions go up from Jarrett every single day. And I collect my favorite answers and read them here. So let's, uh, you know, put a bow on the big press conference day that we had yesterday with Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals, followed by Kevin Durant and the Suns. Uh, this is a two-parter for the first question, asking for your biggest takeaways from each of those press conferences. The uh, biggest takeaway from the Jonathan Gannon press conference to me was just how well a confident, clear-speaking head coach, the impact he could have on a fan base. Um, and, and that's the power of winning the press conference, particularly after an era in which that wasn't uh, a priority. The big takeaway from Kevin Durant press conference conference was, man, are we hungry for a championship. <laughs> yeah. and, and Kevin Durant's well aware mm. of that hunger. That's one thing that I think hit him right between the eyes yesterday. Yeah, for me, it was yeah. just the, the clarity in the plan that Jonathan Gannon has had for himself as a head coach. And Bick has talked about this a few times this week, about Jonathan Gannon as an athlete was that, that guy that was good at everything, was a major college football player who suffered an injury early in his career, but very early on pivoted. And I'm always impressed with those, th- those individuals that have those clear-cut plans and they do whatever it takes to follow those plans and accomplish their goals. So uh, that is definitely something that bodes well moving forward. Vic's uh, right on the money. The, the Durant press conference, I mean, they could have opened that up to 15,000 people, and I think that place would have been filled with Suns fans that just wanted to experience it, uh, it, it just, to some degree. Um, he, I, I believe he's hungry. I believe that the other players on this roster are hungry. I believe this owner already is hungry to win a championship, even though he's only been on the job for, what, eight days. Uh, and this fan base just wants a championship more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to your Gannon takeaway, Vince. Toria responded. He got his injury in college. He pivoted to new goals. He kept working hard. He reset after the Super Bowl loss on Sunday and took this opportunity ahead of him. I really like this guy. And for KD, her takeaway is he's humbler than I thought. I hope the team stays healthy to see this all work out. Vinyl Mind Crank says Jonathan Gannon used all the right words. Now we just need to see if he puts them into action. His philosophy sounds like a total culture shift, and I am cautiously here for it. Uh, as for the KD presser, he says Suns fans are all caps hungry. 
And I'm excited to see how crazy the foot gets when Durant hits the floor. Uh, J-Rod Cards, not sure if he's buying this uh, this Cardinal situation. Okay. He says, I am simply using my last 20 years of tweets for the Gannon situation. I was impressed with, insert coach, he seems to be the guy to take the Cardinals to the next level. <laughs> I feel like, insert coach, could be our guy for years. <laughs> Fair. That's fair. They've been hurt. They've been hurt before. Yes. They've been hurt. That's okay. Shielded. And then uh, Nicole Schmidt says, Gannon seems determined. He seems like a hard worker. He seems like he will not get in his own way. And for Durant, she says, I don't think fans should be at press conferences. <laughs> Which is fair. Can I give you one more takeaway from a the different experience from the Gannon press Please? conference? Is there yeah. an, is there new uh, a new trend in uh, timepieces for men that I'm not aware of? Did anybody else notice that Michael Bidwell was wearing a regular watch and an Apple Watch at the same time? They do different I things. Not pick up on that. They do do. Different I mean, they things. do the same thing also. They, but they, I'd see what I said there, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. They do do different <laughs> they things. Do, they do do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it's that in the montage. Enough. It's not too late. Well, as we, one as thing we, we said know, yesterday, the, go ahead and say it, Vinny. If there's one thing we know, Michael Bidwell knows what time it is. He knows what time it is. <laughs> 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 All right. It's time for our next question. What is more important for a franchise to succeed? Is it a great new head coach or is it the right new superstar? Obviously, Cardinals versus Suns here. What is more important for a franchise to succeed? What do you guys think? Unequivocally, superstar. Yes. Talent wins championship. Mm-hmm. Coaching hones talent. It, it, I mean, they, they work in concert together, but you, you don't win without superstar talent. Listen, I, I think head coaches differ by the sport. I think in the NFL, they're incredibly important because of things like play calling and game planning and that kind of stuff. So they're incredibly important in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In basketball, they're they're kind of important. In baseball, you got to set a lineup and manage a bullpen. In hockey, you've got to be able to make, you know, uh, match lines and that. That kind of stuff. Uh, it depends on sports, but by far, you, it's, right. it all starts with the talent. Okay, right now it's it's close, but fifty four percent of our voters say the right head coach is more important for a franchise to have success. Forty six percent of the voters say you've got to have the right superstar. Plenty of people, though, including Isaiah Utley, said it all depends on the sport. If we're talking hoops, you have to go superstar. LeBron James going to eight straight finals with three different coaches is telling, in my opinion. Uh, JV Hines says a fifty three man roster, so you know. Talking about the NFL, one superstar means nothing. We saw in Jacksonville this year what the right coach can do. Mm -hmm. Lots of good, thoughtful replies there. Uh, But let's quickly squeeze in our final question. We were talking about Tiger Woods earlier in the show um, and how he's playing at the Genesis Invitational in Los Angeles right now. Uh, And Jarrett, I think, posed the question, aside from Tiger Woods, because I think the consensus is Tiger Woods is the single athlete most important to his or her sport all time. So aside from him, what single athlete is most important to his or her sport all time? And I'm not saying the best ever. Some and if people, you don't I think, think it's Tiger. Some people answer right, just they, like yeah, who's oh, the best ever, you know. No, most important Wayne Gretzky to, because Tiger was a huge part of the growth of yeah. golf, the popularity of golf. Yeah. So, so along those still lines, the reason most people important watch. to their sport. Wayne Gretzky right. prompted the NHL to expand to the southwestern United States and expand to locations that had never been before. So Wayne Gretzky in hockey is is comparable. Um, 
Uh, Michael Jordan's effect on not just basketball, but the marketing side of it, the yes. endorsement side of it, yes. that that yeah. that was groundbreaking. Um, what do you think about Magic Johnson? Al Thompson submitted this. He says, when Magic came to the NBA, the finals were still shown on a tape-delayed basis. He changed everything. Yeah. He, it wasn't just him, though. It was him and Larry Bird together. He it and Larry, was the, it yeah. was the combo, yeah. it was and the then, combo. And then Michael Jordan on top of that. But, right. yeah, I mean, Al's right. Magic Johnson's first championship when he played center for uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was injured. I remember, I was very young, but I remember watching that game on tape delay at like 11 o'clock on a Friday night yeah. on CBS. Yeah. Someone did say that... Did you guys... Someone did what say dirt? that Serena Williams sort of acted as the Tiger Woods of female tennis, and that if she was in a tournament, it, it raised the stakes. It brought a lot more interest. Not to the level Tiger Woods Not to the level, though. No. But not a... Not a yeah. Inaccurate. Uh, no, they also no. weren't able to find another superstar to sort of succeed her. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't read the book When the Game Was Ours, going back to the Larry Magic uh, entrance to the NBA by Jackie McMullen, it is such a tremendous read. Is it? It's so I, I, interesting. Yeah, I'm aware oh, of the book. You, you haven't read it? I'm surprised read it. you haven't yeah. read it. No, I'm, aware. I'm, oh, I'm well so aware good. of the book, and I'm aware when she wrote it, and I'm a big fan of Jackie, and, and she, did, I mean, she, her coverage of the Celtics during that, that heyday was fabulous. I've never gotten around to reading that book. I will now that you've recommended yeah. it, though. Appreciate Absolutely. the I've got, I've got a copy. All yes. Right. Rex all day. Uh, by the way, I'm winning in Mock My World. Cringy yeah. relatives, cringy relatives of famous people. We have three hours left in voting. I have 49% of the it vote. It's clearly Bick, a two-horse race. Yeah, Bick has 41%. Yes, Bick has 41%. With More importantly, though, um, three hours left, and I am I am 0.4% away from the lowest ever. I need to I need to gain 0.5% in the next was, three hours. The lowest ever is 4.7% exactly. Oh, I thought I, everyone was look, saying 2.7 yesterday. Okay. I don't have much room to talk because I only have 5.6% of the vote, but I am shocked that 4.3% of the people voted for Jarrett's team. <laughs> a few people responded and said, I'm just voting for Jarrett just to make sure he has a vote. Yeah, just so didn't want him to might, be left alone. Be we don't want Jesse right. to lose that record. Come on. <laughs> Is that Jesse holds the record? Yeah, 4.7%. Wow. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Thanks to everybody guys. who chimed in on social studies at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where that goes down. Coming up next, more on Jonathan Gannon and uh, the rebuild. Is that too strong a word to use for what faces the Arizona Cardinals? Oh. We don't think so. We'll get into it next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. <laughs> I have the honor of introducing Jonathan Gannon as the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. You can never know what it's like. Weeks of waiting, hope you get it right. Seems like every coach got an interview. Flores, Vance, and Narumo, and Peyton came through. And every other team made their choice. Well, Cliff wasn't highly newly unemployed when the Super Bowl ended. Monty made his play. The Cardinals were the last team standing, but it went their way. Don't you know we got Gannon? Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Can he turn around the franchise? Can he change the Cardinals' luck? 
We got Gannon, and it's great because maybe he can get his talking playoff instead of contract clause. We got Gannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have some fun. We got Gannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No second verse, Jer. No, I'm trying to keep them tight. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. That was tight, huh? Don't want to overstay my welcome. Tight. That's the last thing I yeah, want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dancing over here. Were you? Yeah. It's got, it's got a good beat and you could dance to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a good yeah and I like how he inserted oh. buckle up. <laughs> oh, boy. Jared Carlin. Another uh, musical ditty. A tribute, if you will. To I'll clap for El- you, Jared. Elton I'll John. clap. That is one of my favorite Elton John songs. I do like that song. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not one of the popular choices for most people's favorite Elton John song, but hey, I like I'm it. I'm with you, Vince. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, the yes. head coach, introduced yesterday at a press conference, uh, outlined his plan for the offseason. So uh, with the offseason, we'll put together a plan. I like some people that are here already, but just like I said with Monty, when we disagreed about something in the interview, we did not disagree on is we're going to do everything that we can to put the best product Product on the field, and how the, all the ways that you can do that, all the different times in the year that you can do that with free agency, with draft, with signing free agents, with during training camp, uh, with practice squad, week one to week three looks a little bit different. We're going to turn over all those stones because that's that's the main goal is is put the best thing that we can out on the field. Yeah, you heard Gannon say there. I like some of the people that are here now. That applied to the coaching staff, a discussion went down between Jonathan Gannon, Cardinals Brass, and Vance Joseph, and then Josina Anderson was the one who reported late yesterday afternoon that Vance Joseph has been told, and I haven't seen, and forgive me if I'm speaking out of school, I haven't seen this confirmed by anybody else, mm-hmm. but put it out there that uh, Vance Joseph was told that he will not be retained by the Arizona yeah, Cardinals, and, which and, makes sense. Well, yeah, it, of course it does. You're, highly, you're hiring a def- defensive-minded head coach. You're not going, yeah, it, it, look, again, it's, it, this, is, this is about renewal, and, and this is about cutting all loose ends, and, and unfortunately, I think Vance Joseph is a guy that lived up to his end of the bargain. I don't think that, that he would deserve by performance reasons to be fired or to, to lose his job, but this is a new staff and a new staff has to do things their way. Uh, that So uh, I'm on board with all of that. So Jonathan Gannon is off to a good start. He's kind of nailed the press conference and, and that's good. I think that's important, especially coming off of a season in which we just did. And and I'm, I'm going to focus on the fact that, you know, it, it's very relatable. A lot of people were not the first choice in jobs. I think that mm-hmm. appli- it, it applies to me. It applies to you it applies to a lot of people doesn't mean he's the wrong choice and the hope here is that the cardinals throughout their struggles throughout the throughout the uh, the obstacles that were in front of this hire namely an owner who was also conducting a super bowl uh, that that they might have lucked into a candidate who kind of fits the bill of what they need here now the question becomes how is jonathan gannon going to elevate kyler murray and who is going to be that person to elevate kyler murray i hope they get that right i really Really do, because I think that you could go into a you could you could do some prep on the Arizona Cardinals and you could come in and you could say what the owner wants to hear. I'm not saying this is 
of what went down. But you could, you could, you could pretty much have a good idea from the outside what went wrong, and you could come in and address all those issues. I think mm-hmm. very, uh, very, you know, efficiently. How are you going to fix the quarterback? That's the big question. What, what needs to be done to unlock and get Kyler Murray to the point where he is as good as Jalen Hurts, where he is as good as Lamar Jackson, where he is in the same class as those guys? Because that's what we need. Yeah, because if we get that, everything else falls in place. If Kyler Murray gets back to being an MVP candidate. The fringe elements on the roster doesn't matter. The uh, it, 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 we're going to the playoffs. If he gets back to being the quarterback he once was, that's the way it works in the NFL. Yeah, and you know, I even if you're optimistic about that happening pump the brakes a little bit mm-hmm. because of what Kyler Murray is going through, and that's mm-hmm. something he's never gone through before, a rigorous rehabilitation for a serious knee injury. A lot of things have come easy in the athletic career of Kyler Murray. Um, this is not easy. Rehabbing from an injury sucks, yeah, and it can, it can test your resolve, and that might be, just from a mental, I'm talking only mentally, this is a mental hurdle that, that Kyler Murray's got to get over. Without a doubt. And this could actually... I'm not saying an injury is ever a silver lining, but this could be impetus for him to push his career where it needs to go. Because Listen, because the New England Patriots were so well coached and because there there was no detail that wasn't coached up in New England, mm-hmm. and you could see that right down to their special teams that always lead the league by 10 miles, because of that, they, they've always achieved a level of success that made all their assistant coaches very much in demand across the NFL. And then when those guys get jobs, people are like, well, where's the magic? Well, there's not magic. There's Bill Belichick. Um, And when you look across the NFL, that's what you get as well. People are looking at the Philadelphia Eagles and going, look, this is a football team that had one heck of a season. Dominant, mm-hmm. right? And and you can you can pick apart the quality of competition, all that. But they also had a great roster, and they had a great roster because they had a quarterback that was very affordable. Jalen Hurts is not going to be affordable starting next year. He's going to get a gigantic deal. True. And now the, and now the Eagles are going to lose some players, and now the Eagles are not going to be as good. So when you talked about coaches and star players in the NFL, coaches draft. On star players. They benefit from star players. There's no guarantee that either one of these Philly dudes are are going to be transcendent or going to stand out in their field. There's no guarantee that they're not just surfing on on, on a great roster provided by Howie Roseman. That's the key. Howie Roseman is is a wizard right now at roster construction. Without a doubt. Did a great job, but also, as you said, had the benefit of working with a quarterback still on a a rookie deal. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next Friday, 930, that means one thing. Jared Carlin's got the sports kebab. It's a oh, yeah, I Murata. forgot about this. It's Friday, it's 9 o'clock, it's all Jared all the time. Yeah. It's the Jared Carlin Show with Dan Bickley and Vince Murata <laughs> here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's like pepperoni, pizza, or sausage, you know? Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, friends. Final half hour of the show here on Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We have a pretty great website, too, ArizonaSports.com. And we're heading to it now for our daily poll question before we get into whatever Jarrett Carlin has put together for today's sports kebab. <laughs> Dan and Vince, with Kevin Durant in town, what is the minimum the Suns have to do, have to achieve to consider this season a success? Okay, just this season. Oh. They need to make the Western Conference Finals. 
They need to make the NBA Finals or they need to win the national the national title. Like it's a college basketball yeah, game. They, they need do to that. win the Madness. NBA title. Listen, I think they could take out Kentucky. Certainly they could take out Alabama's you, basketball yes, team. Yes, Kentucky's been slumping for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Purdue's not playing well right now. I like the Suns' chances. I would, uh, <laughs> listen, I, I think you could make a reasonable case that, that you need to give this group more than just a half season. As Vinny pointed out, the, the history shows that trade deadline improvements don't need, lead to immediate gratification. But to me, it's Kevin Durant. It's, it's, it's NBA finals or bust. I don't think they have to win it, but they have to get there. That's just me. I think okay. uh, either that or Western Conference finals, they have to get there. All right. I'm going to place a vote for make the NBA finals. Okay. See how that looks. Oh, wow. No pressure, sons. 46% of the voters say... So 46% say this season will not be a success without an NBA championship. Mm. 46%. 36% say it won't be a success unless the Suns make it to the finals. 18% say they just wow. got to make it to the conference finals and they'll be okay. All right. However, so, yeah, expectations know, are high. No that, surprise there. There's no doubt. Yes. Uh, you could cast your vote right now on the Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. Skewered. The sports kebab. Jared, you've got a lot of material to work with. Oh, man. The you're expectations not are high. Well, don't do not do that. But, yes, <laughs> you are right because, man, oh, man, what a week in the Valley, right? With all the press conferences, events, all the things going on. And my biggest takeaway, the thing that has stuck with me is adaptable, violent, Explosive. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. We're no. starting here. <laughs> Adaptable. Adaptable, violent, explosive. We come on, we talked about it all. Sh- but enough about me eating my famous Super Bowl chili and then ha <laughs> ha all right. Some jokes write themselves. What am I going to do? Not do that joke? Yeah, it, it does. It feels like a three months ago now, but the Super Bowl was in town this week. The Eagles versus the Chiefs, Mahomes versus Hurts, and it came down to the end and a controversial penalty. That holding call, I mean, that was the most trouble a football player got in for grabbing a jersey since OJ tried to steal back his memorabilia. Jeez. But man, what an event, right? A close game, good commercials, and wow, that halftime performance by Rihanna. (laughs) Yeah, everyone is still talking about that person in red who revealed their big round belly. So congrats to Andy Reid and another Super Bowl win. (laughs) Guys, I have a brand. What do you want me to do? Uh, I know sometimes you can guess the punchlines. I approve. That that made me laugh. And look, it's all love for Andy Reid. The guy's an incredible coach, but he loves food. Okay, this is real. When he was asked what was the first thing he did when he got back to Kansas City, he said he ate an entire sausage and mushroom pizza. Okay? Let's give him a break. He was celebrating. That is not usual for him. Normally, he eats an entire sausage and pepperoni pizza. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's actually not even that crazy a thing for a champion to do. I mean, the last person to eat an entire pizza by himself during a championship wound up scoring 38 points with the flu. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, the Super Bowl really was entertaining for start from start to finish. I, I really liked the flyover this year during the pregame. You guys were at the game. Did you see the flyover? I, yeah, I did. Yeah. It was, I didn't miss it. I missed, I missed, I missed it. Yeah, well, I was ready, but I didn't see it. It was very impressive this year. Not only did it feature the normal F-18 fighter planes, uh, but there was also unintentionally two spy balloons, a Chinese drone, and three UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been following all this weird UFO stuff? I have. Yeah. Every week, a new mysterious aircraft is seen flying around Earth. Scientists say they think it's military aircraft. The media said they think it's government planes. Adam Silver said, hey, I think my ride's here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great Super Bowl, and the MVP went to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, who had three touchdowns and a QB rating of 131.8. Now, coincidentally, 131.8 was also Patrick Mahomes' a blood alcohol level during the championship parade. <laughs> but God bless him, though. I mean, he deserves to have fun, right? Who cares if he was drunk? I mean, he only blacked out for one day. I mean, there's a quarterback in Green Bay who's about to black out for four days. <laughs> yes, Aaron Rodgers is about to enter his darkness hut for a four-day stay. Now, things will be pitch black, but there will be a bathroom available. We went over this, though there is the option to wear an adult diaper. Yes. And I think Rodgers should go with that option because at least then he'll have an excuse for being full of crap. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Speaking of the NFL, the Cardinals hired a new head coach. Finally, congratulations to Jonathan Gannett. I don't envy him personally taking over Cliff, for Cliff Kingsbury. Those are some big shoes with no socks to fill. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I know we give Cliff a hard time on the show here, but he was a model coach. An Instagram model coach. Hey an Instagram model. So, uh, Gannon wasn't the, <laughs> he wasn't the only press conference in town this week, though. The Suns introduced Kevin Durant to the Valley. Yeah, this was a really unique presser, too. As much as, what, 5,000, 6,000 fans were in attendance. That made for quite the environment as fans actually booed some of the questions asked for him. I mean, that was crazy. There hasn't been boos at a presser uh, since, I think, uh, Bruce Arians was in town. <laughs> Crowd and cubes, baby. Double, baby. It feels real now, though, right? I mean, KD to the Suns. Fans think he will bring a championship. Players think he's the missing piece. Kendrick Perkins thinks, unfortunately, that the Suns will hold Durant back and prevent him from scoring <laughs> to his potential. <laughs> so finally here, I'll say that I am so excited about Kevin Durant being here because you might not realize this, but KD and me actually have a lot in common. We are both from Maryland. We both went to college in the Southwest. We both lived in New York. And for some reason, there's also something about me that Kyrie Irving doesn't like anymore. <laughs> oh, well done, Jerry. Well done, Jared. Ended on a good joke. Yes, yeah, for wow. once. Wow, this cabal. I, I thought I'd switch it up from last week. 
<laughs> oh, I like the my rides here joke too. Very Thank well you. done, Jared Carlin, the sports kebab. You can follow him on Twitter at Jared GC. That's J A R R E T T G C. Coming up, some final thoughts on this Friday as we head into the holiday weekend. It's Bickley and Murata mornings live from the Akchin Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. All right, Vinny, today's Song of the Day. Kind of stretching a little bit here, but we found out yesterday that people call Jonathan Gannon J.G., so here's uh, a song from Jay Giles' band, another JG. Jay Giles' band getting a lot of run on the Bickley and Murata morning show here this week. What else do we do? They were a mustache, not a mustache clue. Yeah. Oh, Let me right. test your memory. Can can you still name, can you, days later, name the lead singer of the Jay Giles' band? Who's not named Jay Giles? Absolutely not. Who is Jay Giles in the band? He's the guitarist. Huh. Like yeah. Van Halen kind of deal. I have no I, no memory of it. Peter Wolf. Yeah. Peter and the Wolf, though. I remember that from a elementary school. And this was a band that was a, around for a long time before they hit it big. I mean, I think they had a, an audience. But they their first like album came out in 1969. This came out in 1981. This and Centerfold, they're two big hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in fifth grade, and uh, I somehow... I somehow convinced my mom getting the uh, the for- me the forty five of centerfold by the Jay Giles right? band was a good idea. Yeah, it was my favorite song. <laughs> anyway, this is a JG Jay Giles band today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. We mentioned it very early in the show during the splash today that uh, baseball broadcaster and two-time World Series champion Tim McCarver passed away yesterday at the age of 81. And I mentioned it in the splash, too. He called the Di- he was on the call for the Diamondbacks 2001 World Series. I had forgotten this, but Fox MLB put this out. This was the leading up to Luis Gonzalez's game-winning hit. All right. Listen to this analysis by Tim McCarver. The one problem is Rivera throws inside the left-handers. The left-handers get a lot of broken bad hits in the shallow outfield. The shallow part of the outfield. That's the danger in bringing the infield in with a guy like Rivera on the mound. At that point, Luis Gonzalez had stepped out of the box and asked for time. Rivera gets back on the rubber. Gonzalez back in the box in the very next pitch. Florida, center field, the Diamondbacks are world champions. On an inside pitch to a left-handed hitter on a broken bat that floated to the shallow That is phenomenal. Isn't that crazy? Wow. 
And I know Tim McCarver, most people, a lot of people oh, will remember him. him. Yeah, people, yeah. I, I, I mean, he did say that a lot. The problem with this is... Well, and people thought he yapped yeah, he and yapped, yapped and a lot. Yapped. And the Deion yeah. Sanders incident, which is a oh, bad look right, for Deion right, all these years right. later. But, man, he was a great, great broadcaster. Wow, I was not aware of that all these years later. I yeah. did not know that. You know, today's also Michael Jordan's 60th birthday. Happy birthday. Michael Jordan, 60. That makes you feel old. Uh, We didn't get uh, your reaction to this. Did you hear Justin Fields' comments earlier this week? I know this is going to make your blood boil. The Bears bought all all that property in Arlington Park. Yeah. He said, uh, I hope they, uh, it's it's very hard to adjust to the weather. I hope they build a dome. Yeah. Trade them. Do you want the, (laughs) (laughs) trade them. Trade them. You answered my question before I got it out. Yeah. I knew that would make a blood boil. I already know he's too soft. Trade (laughs) them. That's going to do it for us. Woo! Don't forget, next week, no show on Monday. It is Newsmakers Week next week, Tuesday through Friday. All the big names, movers and shakers in Arizona sports will join us. Thanks to Lorenzo Alexander, Kent Summers. Have a great weekend. We leave you with this. Anybody who's any accomplished at all, you get to the point where you're no longer needed, where you are, where you, where you get to an age where you're no longer that dude anymore or that female anymore. And how do we all deal with that? Mm-hmm. How do you all deal with once being exalted, successful, and then now you're just? Well, I don't have to worry about the first part, so I don't have to worry about the second part. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Day, you losers. Does Matt Ishbia have to explain any of that to us? It's sitting courtside. Yeah. In in the guy that Vinny uh, introduced last night. Flavor Flav? And all everyone said was, delete this now. Okay, well, then come let on, them come out with their own thing. Well, somebody said you're better than that? Do they not okay, know well, you, no. Carlin? They, they meant the show, not me. I'm dead inside, so love foams just do not come naturally to me. Matt Gukas, Fat Lever, Paul Williams, Johnny Nash. I do believe they had the vapors. C.J. Stroud, our guest on this epic Monday. Excuse me, sir. You know why I pulled you over. 27 and a 25. And that's just not going to happen in my town. Cub. The Cub. The Cub. Hi there. Welcome. This is the uh, Sports Cub. That's some uh, jazz Guess music who for you after this. And, uh, <laughs> the Cardinals have hired Jonathan Boom Boom Gannon. You know what I'm talking about, brother? Travis Kelsey, brother. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hello, my lady. Stop lollygagging. Get under center, Murray. California sent me uh, pay 36 holes on it during the day, get stoned in the Jesus Fetter afterwards. Fetter bent. Hello. 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 If you are tired of Jerry Carlin telling <laughs> stupid jokes, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Luana Rumo. Or Mike Kafka. Luana Rumo. Luana Rumo. Oh. Right. Oh. Right. Peter's gonna hate, 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 hate. He's here. He's there. He's every freaking where. Ken Summers. Ken Summers. <laughs> Sweet, sassy molassy. If you're eating breakfast, apologies. Not to mention the grunting. Thank you, Joffrey. <laughs> you want some star power? Josh Kogi, baby. Howard. Balzer, who's been breaking news recently. Howard Balzer. I'll get that temper to you, but then I gotta head to Florida. We're gonna blanking gut these guys. John Gannon and Doro. You will start Zavin Collins. More uh, Jarrett? More Jarrett. More Jarrett? More everything! It's wow. good to be the king. It's good to know the king. I ain't the king, Jarrett. That's- 
you're going to be a streaker, don't wear underpants.